Welcome to the Generation Iron Podcast, featuring the biggest names in bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports world. If you want to be a bodybuilding champion, it takes hours and hours every day of being dedicated and being passionate about it. As your boy here, Kai Green, aka Mr. Getting It Done. Yeah, Tune in to the GI exclusives on the Generation Iron Airwaves. What's up, everyone? This is Vlad, and we're back to our Generation Iron podcast. Today's guest is one of the craziest guests we've ever had before. We actually met him during the pandemic. He caught our attention by creating the most craziest videos on Instagram. He's obviously into bodybuilding and fitness, and he was doing a bunch of crazy stuff, like lighting dumbbells on fire and weights on fire and basically performing all kinds of stunts. And then, you know, when I spoke to him the first time, he was actually a very interesting guy. He created his own fitness empire by obviously growing his social media, creating all types of uh, clothing, apparel lines, and putting together a supplement line as well, all out of his basically shed where he built his own gym. And at the same time, he's a full-time uh, correctional officer in prison. So it's actually interesting to get that perspective on um, his professional job mixed in with his entrepreneurship as well and on top of that he's a big drinker he um told me some stories about drinking all types of stuff before lifting in the gym and i wanted to ask him more about that in this interview so i'm very happy to bring back to the generation on podcast huck finn very busy you know uh it's been a while since we spoke man i figure we should talk again you know cover Cover everything that's going on with you, bodybuilding, and beyond, man. Yeah, yeah. No, I moved into a new place. Um, probably the biggest news I got, and you know, coming back from this pec tendon surgery. So, yeah. So tell me about that. You you were living in Illinois before, right? Where did you move now? I'm still in Illinois. We just moved a little further south. Uh, we're still about an hour and a half away from Chicago, um, southwest. But we moved to a, I don't know, about ten acres. Nice. Um, got a house on the property we got a full-size shop for my business mm-hmm. and we got a big what i'm in right now is a barn for the gym that's awesome and i noticed your business has been growing man you you you're building gyms you got a clothing mm-hmm. company right you got a supplement company talk, talk, talk about what you, what you got going on yeah well we, we were kicking ass in the apparel game mm-hmm. and i was sponsored by a few um companies like redcon one a while back uh-huh. and a few other companies, but I figured I was going to go in my own direction um, after an incident with a different company. So I said, well, fuck it, I'll go on my own. So I asked a couple guys kind of in the industry who have bigger names what they thought about it, and they told me, you know, absolutely not. I said, why? They said, you know, it's too saturated. Well, I said, so is the fucking apparel business. Right. That thing's saturated as fucking, you know, I'm killing in that, so why not come out with a pre-workout? Um so I went against their advice, and it was, it was the best thing I did. You know, we've been killing it ever since we, we came out with that pre-workout, Let's Get Stupid. I'm happy for you, man. I, I see your videos a lot, man. You, you know, you're an entertaining guy, man. And I'm, I'm happy to see your business grow. I appreciate it. Yeah, we did a real big video 4th of July back here. I was riding on a car hood and shit, and fireworks going out of my ass and everything else. That was wild. So did you, did you get hurt recently? I saw you on a bike or something. You were jumping mm. over something, and then you fell off, right? Did you get hurt bad, or are you, are you okay? I was hurt. I mean, not enough to need surgery, but yeah, I was hurt pretty bad. Uh, <laughs> this company gave me a free e-bike, so I said, "Well, fuck, I'll do a, a good video. I'll do uh, the human jump, human ramp." Right. So I got this big fat guy, and we got a piece of plywood. We lit the plywood on fire, and then I took off from way up the hill, 
and I got it going about 28 miles an hour, this e-bike, which I've never jumped anything in my life. I jump it, I land, I hit the wheel, I, and then uh, it just went fucking haywire from there. Bike pieces went flying, my ankle made like a J. <laughs> like it was crazy. It looked like a Conor McGregor injury. So, so were you like bruised up? Were you, were you hurting for a while? Oh yeah, no, I, uh, I strained my quad real bad, um, and I uh, sprained my ankle like a grade three sprain. Oh man. Uh, just kind of getting over that now actually, so. That's crazy. I'm lucky it wasn't worse than it was. So looking back at it, did you regret it? Do you regret doing it or no? Oh no, no, I regret nothing. Are you kidding me? That <laughs> fucking video, that video is fucking hilarious for years. The guys that were there, they're fucking still laughing about it. They'll laugh about five years from now. I mean, there was a pizza guy who pulled in from down the street, never been to this house before, you know, or new to the neighborhood, right, or right. not neighborhood, I guess the, the country here. And uh, the guy goes, what the fuck are you doing? I said, you might want to stay around. I'm about to do a human jump here. So he got his phone out, recorded it, and then he saw it went haywire, and he immediately got the hell out of here. I didn't see him. He got, he got gone right when, I, right when shit got bad. But no, I hear you, but I mean, it's a, it's a funny video, but what if you would have gotten like hurt really badly? Imagine that. Well, I mean, that you know, when you, I play really close to the sun, you know, sometimes you get burned. So, uh, <laughs> right. you know, it's just a price you pay, brother. I hear you. I hear you. Were yeah. you, were you sober when you did that? You know, I wasn't drunk. Uh, I had a couple of drinks, but, um, I'd probably say four or five beers. So, you know, just kind of just getting the blood flowing. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I'm drinking right now. I'm drinking a beer because tonight, every Thursday is bench night in this barn. Uh -huh. So I have a beer. We call it the heart attack beer. That's what old Kogan always called it. You have uh -huh. one beer before you work out. Uh, and then I have uh, some let's get stupid free workout after that. And then we start benching. So I wanted the to ask you, this, uh, you, 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 you know, you make workout, working out look actually really fun. I think it's because, yeah. of, I think it's because of the drinking and, and all the stunts that you do. But uh, how much do you drink a day, I wanted to ask you? Mm. It all varies. You know, I'll go, uh, you know, a whole week <laughs> without drinking anything. Really? Um, usually it'd be my weekend. Uh, you know, whatever my weekend is that week. I will uh, I usually drink more, but during the week I don't drink that much. I just got so much other shit going on. You know, I have a drink, drink or two here. Uh, you know, maybe while I'm working or uh, after a workout, but not like sit down and drink like 20, 30 beers. You know, that happens. You know, maybe once, once a month, sometimes twice a month. Uh huh. Uh, what about uh, hard liquor? I like vodka. Yeah, vodka, uh, tequila, whatever. Yeah, I like vodka. I, I don't like tequila. I get too crazy with that. So I drink some vodka. Usually I drink vodka with Diet Dr Pepper. Or uh, or orange rain, I like that mix too. So I drink that sometimes during the week. Uh -huh. Do you have you ever taken shots and then and then worked out after that? Oh I've yeah, I've seen you doing uh, stuff, that stuff before. Shit, we I remember before I pulled like seven hundred eighty pounds or whatever that was at one of my meets a while back, a few years mm -hmm. back. Um, I was drinking shots of moonshine right before I went out onto the platform. So well, just gives you that fire in that gut, you know, uh -huh. fires you up a little bit. What's the most you think you can drink in, in like one? in one day oh geez um well when i did that video with michael hearn uh, about two years ago down in dallas we had this icon meals event they had and uh we were in that destination dallas gym and i did a meet and greet with uh all the icon athletes uh -huh. all day and I, I must have gone through 40 some beers and uh everybody goes well we'll see you later uh we're all going to the gym and i said well, i'll see you guys there and they you know you can't go to the gym you just, we just saw you drink 40 beers Right. <laughs> and I said, no, I go work out. So I went and worked out. And I literally benched 500 pounds that day after like 40 some beers. Wow. And then Michael Hearn also crushing a chair over my head at the same time. So that, that was probably one of my biggest alcohol 
weight lifting wow. piece of strength I've ever done. Was Mike Hearn drinking too? <laughs> Mike. I want to see him drink. <laughs> yeah, no, I've been with him at a few events and he's never, he's poured beer down my mouth and but he's never drank. So that's kind of a goal of mine is to get him to drink one day. You got to do it, man. I would, I would love to see that. I'm just the man to do it. I will do that one day for sure. It, so, all right. So what's the, uh, but you don't ever get like, I've never seen you like drunk on your videos. Like you, you, you drink, but no, you don't I can get handle, like sloppy ever. Right. No, I can handle my beer pretty well. Right. Um, once in a while I might have a little too many beers, but I can handle a lot of beers, <laughs> you know? So what's the best remedy for the, um, for a hangover? If you have one, do you get one? Well, ever? It, you do when you drink, to, when you drink a lot, you will, you know, like the day after uh, the 40 beers. Right. Usually it's Pedialyte. I like Pedialyte a lot. I do like, uh, I have a, came out with Amino, the HFB Aminos that I loaded with a bunch of uh, electrolytes. Uh, that's always good. I drink that a lot. And uh, a lot of times just another beer in the morning or, uh, or a, uh, a Bloody Mary on top of that. So kind of get your fluids back and then a little bit of alcohol again, and then you're usually good to go. Oh, man, you're a fun guy. So what is right. what is your rule on drink? So, like, for example, because um, I know a lot of people, like, in bodybuilding, they, they enjoy a drink once in a while, right? Like, obviously. Right, right. So well, what's the rule on drinking, like, as far as, so, so do you do you feel like, let's say for one week, can you drink every day, or do you feel like you need to always take a break after drinking one day? You know what I mean? Is there a rule on that or no? I mean, I have no rules. If there's a... I was on vacation this 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 year in the summer. Uh, you know, I'd wake up in the morning, and I always sweat out all the booze the night before. Uh, always work out. Workout is always first. Um, if it's today, I have to work out. And then, you know, if I'm on vacation, I'll drink every day for sure. You know, or if I go to these events, you know, she's uh, like the Arnold. Mm -hmm. I mean, being at the Arnold, having my own booth there, and just sit, sitting up there taking pictures of people all day. I mean, I must. I was going through like 40 beers a day there. I mean, just. <laughs> and, and then I wake up the next morning. It's like there's no way in hell I want to go back there to that line again and just drink again. And then I get up and do it all over again. You know, for three days in a row like that. That was probably that's some of the hardest drinking that I, I've done consecutively. Uh, but yeah, usually during a regular regular week, I don't drink that much. I concentrate more on my lifting, my businesses, you know, some beers here and there. And then uh, if I have something going on on the weekend, I'll I'll hammer down. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. How do you stay in, in, in such great shape, man? Like, cause you you know. You lean, still. yeah. Like you're big, but you lean. You know what I mean? Right, right. It's a, it's a lot of diet. So I kind of yeah. learned a long time ago that if I'm gonna drink a lot that day, that day I'll have hardly any carbohydrates and any fat. So a lot of lean protein. My protein would be at like 250 grams a day. Mm -hmm. Carbs drop to like 120. Fat to like 40. Mm -hmm. And then you know I drink that night. And then the next day I would do the same thing again. Um, after a night of drinking, carbs and fat are cut in half at least half if not more but always maintain that that high level of protein and that's that's been working for me for i don't even know how long since high school since you know since my 20s mm, and, I see what you're so lower low, lower carbon fats on a day that you're drinking yes yeah i've always done that and it's always always worked and following a very you know i follow a pretty strict diet you know 80 90 of the time always you know making sure i get my protein in and, and watching my carbs and fat a lot mm -hmm. um yeah, and then drinking when I want to drink, and then if I do drink a lot, yeah, watching your your uh, carbs and fats the day of the day after. Mm -hmm. no, but usually, you know, it's crazy. Like, like you know, people wake up with a hangover. They well, right away they want to eat something like you know, oh, something yeah. greasy. Yeah. You got to be, you know, yeah, you got to be very uh, mentally strong to do right. some of that shit. You know, I mean, there's been days, no doubt, that you know, I just eat pizza or some shit. But right. you know, if I do, you fall off the wagon. You got to get right back in the horse and, and uh, you know, start that diet up again the next morning, no matter what. Mm -hmm. 
Now you have all these businesses now, right? All these businesses, but you still do you still have a full time job at the correctional facility? Mm -hmm. You still do that? Yes, I, I am still. Uh, I still work uh, the correctional center. Uh, I have at least four years. I'd like to do with the state, the state of Illinois, that mm -hmm. uh, that'll cover my uh, insurance for like the rest of my life. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of hard to walk away from that. You know, I could, but I don't want to right now. Um, my wife, Mrs. Barbell. She is very, very smart. You know, she has, I don't know, multiple degrees and shit. And she runs everything on the business end. You know, uh, I'm great at uh, bringing the people in and, uh, you know, to our businesses. And then she kind of takes care of everything else. So it's kind of worked out very good that way. How's the job been recently? I mean, uh, now that you do all these, all this, you've been blowing up on social media and you're, I'm sure it's time consuming with the business. Like, you've been able to maintain everything and, you know, keep it in order with the, with the work. Well, uh, yeah, it's tough, dude. It's a lot of days, you know, you wake up at five in the morning and, and you go to bed at midnight, uh, go home from, I kind of like split it up. I'll, I'll come home from my regular job and then I'll, I'll, you know, take a 25 minute break and then I'll try to start my other job, which is my businesses. Mm -hmm. Um, and that's worked so far, you know, got to write shit down, just all kinds of bullshit, but it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. So what's an Alpha Club? I saw you 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 promoting Alpha Club. What's an Alpha Club and what, who are you, are your members? <laughs> so I made up a fraternity mm -hmm. uh, called the Tri Alphas. Uh, I'm sick of all these uh, nerds, so to say, uh, kind of taking over the world. You know, everybody mm -hmm. looks down on these alpha males. Like alpha males are no good. You know, uh, they want to make everybody you know like like women pretty much. You know, they don't want us to be strong or. <laughs> <laughs> or anything so i want the opposite i'm like i am the alpha male motherfucker so i want everybody to, to, to be an alpha male and uh, i've gotten a lot of great feedback from it i you know i sent them out a, a nickname they'll they'll I'll send them a shirt i'll send them a certificate with their alpha nickname that i pick out oh, yeah. they'll leave me a little paragraph about themselves which i don't know how many we've got hundreds and hundreds of, of them but there is the paragraphs that these guys leave me are fucking hilarious i laugh almost every time about what they say about themselves uh, I de I'd like to make a book on it. just every paragraph everybody sent me in the past. You know, I don't know. We opened it up two or three times in the last year for uh, the Alpha sale. So, yeah, I think alpha. I think these days what they call alphas um, as being uh, what's it called uh, tox tox toxic masculinity. Is that what it's called? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They don't want that. That's no. that's no go. That's no good anymore. So <laughs> I don't want that. You know, I, I, we want the alphas to reign supreme. I mean. You know, in Revenge of the Nerds, that was fake when the nerds won. The nerds never win, man. It's the alpha males that win, baby. Oh man, that's crazy. People are gonna, people are gonna. Some people are gonna probably uh, be mad at what you said. What, about alpha males? I mean, that, that's gonna be the non-alpha males. You know, it's yeah, not yeah. gonna be the alpha males aren't gonna be mad. It's gonna be uh, Lewis and uh, and Skolnick or whatever those guys' names are. Booger. <laughs> That's interesting, man. So, uh, what is what are you trying to achieve with this uh, with this fraternity? You want to just kind of expand and unite with people that are like minded? Yeah, oh, oh yeah, definitely like minded. I'd like to, um, you know, do a lot of alpha meetups uh, across the country eventually. Mm -hmm. You know, if you become an alpha member, you, we we do meetups. You know, just like free meetups since you're mm -hmm. you're, you're an alpha member. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to eventually take it into the actual fraternity system into college and to make it an actual fraternity to try alphas. Uh, I've been working on that. Um, I might be going up here to uh, this Saturday to uh, University of Minnesota. Mm -hmm. uh, there's a bunch of alphas on the football team. We're uh, maybe thinking about doing an alpha project up there starting out, and they just kind of let it spread. 
So let's say there's a bunch of alphas in a room, right? Everybody's alpha male, everybody's tough, you know what I mean? Uh, there's still going to be an alpha leader, right, from all these alpha males. So, uh, you know. Oh, yeah, just like a lion, you know? Just uh -huh. like a pack of lions. There's always one leader. I'm going to lead the rest of the alphas, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> How, are you ever not the, the ultimate alpha in a room? Uh, most trips I've ever walked into, I'm usually always the alpha male. You know, it depends. Uh, you know, there's been... Uh, some big alphas like Dan Bell. He's a good friend of mine. I mean, he's currently what the world's strongest man. Mm -hmm. uh, he's got the highest powerlifting total of all time, mm -hmm. and the motherfucker could drink like no other. Me and him have drank many times, so he's definitely he's definitely a huge alpha. Have you ever been involved in a, in a, like an actual drinking competition with somebody? With somebody uh, would challenge you. That somebody ever challenge you to a drink off? People do all the time. I mean, a lot of people could. I've met a lot of guys who can drink beer real fast, mm -hmm. but can't drink as many beers as me. Mm -hmm. So I can drink a beer real fast, mm -hmm. but they can't drink 30, 40, some beers, you know. Yeah, that's a but lot But no, beer. I've never, there's, I mean, I guess back maybe when I was in college, we'd do case races, stuff like that, but that's been a long, long time ago. Never, nothing recently. But if somebody was to challenge you, you would, you would accept? Oh, yeah, if we're at an event, you want to challenge me? Game on, let's go. Does it have to be yeah. beer? Can it be like uh, something else? Uh, like tequila uh, shots. My yeah, no, my my uh, my drink of choice is definitely beer. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't think I think uh, if we got into bottles of whiskey or something, yeah, I'd, I could probably lose that. I mean, I I I definitely compete, but I think I'd probably end up in jail. So. <laughs> in the correctional center. Yeah, I'd end up in the correctional center. It would not be good. So, yeah. Oh man, I was gonna ask you actually, um, since you do all these crazy things on social media, like well, stunt wise, I mean. Have you ever gotten like a, you know, like a, a call from work or something or a concern or anything like that? Uh, no, you know, a lot of the guys, um, you know, they're a lot of them are actually fans of mine. Um, I'm sure. You know, they know a lot of it's. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> I actually, I honestly don't know. Nobody's ever called me in, but I've actually, you know, I've talked to the guys higher ups, and uh, you know, everything's been pretty cool. So that's good. Nothing, nothing bad. That was good. Are you planning on uh, another crazy stunt? What's the next thing that you planning on doing? Yeah, well, I was planning on doing a stunt maybe tonight. Um, I got a four wheeler, uh -huh. and I was gonna have my buddy drive the four wheeler, and then I was gonna put my feet on top of the four wheeler while he's driving it. I don't know, 30, 40 miles an hour, and I was gonna like plank off of the four wheeler with a like one thirty five on a barbell. And I was gonna hold the one thirty five as I'm being pushed by the four-wheeler and my hand or my feet are locked in on top of the four-wheeler understand and so right. he's gonna be driving real fast and the, the wheels will be spinning on the plates and i'll be holding on to the barbell oh my real like you'd be like an actual you'd be the wheels of the of the four-wheeler essentially you'd be like a front so of my, in front of it so my feet will be up on the four-wheeler uh -huh. while he's so to be pushing my feet right, i'll be right, planked right. out with my arms on the ground with a barbell right so the barbell will be rolling at the same right, time right, as he's right, pushing right. me and uh, we're thinking about doing that today. Just see how see how my ankle holds up before we do this bench today. I can see so many things going wrong with that man. You got to be careful. Well, yeah, there. Yeah. <laughs> I could get ran over, but you know that's the price we want to pay. Is your wife ever scared for your life? Oh, several times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, uh, I don't know. She came out one day at the old place, and we had a the barbell was straight up in the air, you know, and uh, mm -hmm. it had one. I think it was like. Ten plates or whatever, nine plates on the one side, holding the barbell straight up, mm -hmm. and then a plate, just one plate on the top. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I got up there, 
and my buddy gave me two plates and I was doing these plate flips like this, but the barbell's going like this. Oh my God. And she came out during it and she started yelling at me, you know, if, uh, if you lose your dick while you're doing this stunt, you know, I'm going to go find somebody else. I said, what the hell are you talking about? Jesus Christ. Oof. So yeah, she gets mad sometimes, you know, one time, another time she, I hung myself by a, a neck harness or something from a, from a, the power rack and she could see through the window from the house. And I was by myself. She thought I was hanging myself. So I, I dropped off, and I'm hanging by a neck harness. Like it was bad. I mean, it, it, the stunt didn't go very good. That could have went real bad, real fast as well. But yeah, she gets worried a lot. She, my, I mean, my life insurance has been up so many times. So. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's crazy, man. So you you like it? Uh, do you like it better the new place? It's much bigger, right, than your old one? Yeah. Well, I, I was I started training in a. You know, in a shed that was probably what twelve by sixteen foot, mm -hmm. kind of like a single car garage, it was out in the woods at the old house, and uh, you know, then we built pretty much a gym out of a carport. After that, which that gym only lasted like five months, it was on the same property, and then we bought this place. And this place is I don't know, maybe two thousand square foot. Uh, it's got an upstairs. I, I'm gonna have a bar upstairs above this place. I mean, this is a dream. I love this place. You know. Mm -hmm. No neighbors, no nothing, you know, do whatever the hell I want, walk outside naked. Shit, I'm lifting weights outside naked the other day. There's nobody around. So, <laughs> love it. Love this place. Um, tons more, like I said, tons more crazy shit coming, mm -hmm. especially with, you know, everything I have access to here. Mm -hmm. And you do your own, um, do you manufacture, you have your own facility for manufacturing when it comes to the, your clothing? Yeah. Uh, so, the shop, which is up the ways here, uh, my wife makes everything. You know, we have our own screen printing shop. Mm -hmm. um, so she makes everything. I mean, we, we go from whatever, you know, this design here is, I don't know if you shut up, Karen. Mm -hmm. So we just came Who's up Karen? with this. Karen's my wife. That's why I made it. But oh. it's Karen is in like, you know, the Karen, everybody calls them Karens. <laughs> so it, it sold pretty well. Shut up, Karen. Uh, gotcha. Yeah, so we designed that and then we burned the screen. There's a, a dark room in that uh, shop. And then it goes right on to uh, from the burning process to the screen itself, and then pull the ink. She pulls the ink, makes you know I don't know how many shirts a day, a lot of shirts a day. Usually at night, um, she's making shirts and then ships it out. And everything's in house. You know we don't do, you know we don't hire somebody to do anything. Mm -hmm. That's awesome, man. That's great. Apparel wise, so did you always? Um, we always have uh, inclination towards business. Where did you get that from? Yeah, absolutely not. You know, there's no way in hell I ever thought I was going to be a businessman or business owner or nothing. Mm -hmm. uh, I just saw other people, you know, succeeding. And I was like, what the fuck, man? This guy, if he's doing it, why not me? Mm -hmm. You know? Right. So it, it kind of started, you know, I got hurt there about six years ago. I think it started and I just sold a t-shirt. I had this eight man strong, which was one of my sponsors there. They had to make me a hundred shirts. They said, okay, buy on it. And, uh, you know, I, I stole them and, and they sold out like a day. And I was thinking, man, what if I just started my own company? I don't know. Who knows what I could do with it? Right. So kind of just snowball from there, you know, sell it. And all of a sudden it just blew up, you know, That's amazing. but no way. I'm not the business type at all. You know, I'm a pretty much a blue collar guy and a, and mm -hmm. a beer drinker. And, and I just, I'm just real strong. You know, it's just kind of mm -hmm. how my, my genes are. My dad was the same way. Mm -hmm. You know, he's a, Ran a jackhammer his whole life, drank beer and lifted weights. So, <laughs> that's 
that's amazing, man. I want to ask you a few uh, questions about the bodybuilding industry. Get your take on it. Um, yeah, go ahead. So, so recently, you know, Arnold Schwarzenegger made a lot of uh, people upset with his comments on freedom and when he's talking about the mandates for masks and stuff like that. Um, I don't know. If, have you heard the comments that uh, he made? I, I just heard everybody got upset about it. I honestly never didn't hear any of the comments, but I heard all these companies are pulling out and, and he said something like, screw your freedom. Um, in reference that, to, in I, reference to, well, he said it in reference specifically to people that want to, you know, wear masks around, you know, places. For, it's, it was in regards to COVID, you know, it was in regards to COVID. Yeah, it, it blew up on him. Like, uh, he got a lot of hate from it, correct? He got some, he got some, it was, it was divided here, yeah, but he got some hate from it from, uh, from certain people, yeah. Yeah, I, I don't know, man, that's. The guy, he just used, I think, a poor choice of words because screw your freedom. I mean, freedom was everything. That's why he came to America. So I think that's what really screwed him. I don't really know what he said, but the screw your freedom part, I mean, that's what backfired. You can't. Mm -hmm. Dude, the guy came from a different country to America for freedom. So mm -hmm. pretty sure that's, that, to my, what, what I would see is that's probably why people were upset. I think that he, since, since that happened, he kind of explained himself like at least twice what he actually meant. It was in regards to you know people following the mandates for you know for wearing masks and getting vaccines and just basically being you know responsible when it comes to spreading the virus you know and not 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 getting it to others. But did you find it interesting that so many people in bodybuilding um, that idolized him kind of so quickly uh, turned you know got got so well, mad at him? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, know, you see that it's just uh, it's a very uh, I don't know what you'd say very. People are so for stuff and so against stuff, and mm -hmm. it's just so divided. You know, it's it's such a weird time. Mm -hmm. The guy says one thing, and then all of a sudden you just hate the guy immediately. So I don't know. I just like drinking beer, and living out in the country. You know, <laughs> <laughs> I I don't I don't know any of that shit. I hear me. I don't think I... we even have COVID out here. <laughs> really? Well, maybe that cow down the street does. <laughs> So, how do you feel about um? The, have you been following bodybuilding you know, in the last year? Olympia, Arnold, all that stuff. Yeah, I, a little bit. Um, I see that the Arnold's coming back in September or three weeks. What 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 is that? Yeah, I, yeah, yeah. Is, is Very soon. Just yeah. the bodybuilding show or the just the bodybuilding event? show? Just the bodybuilding show. Okay, okay. Um, you know, I haven't followed too closely. Uh, I saw that. Um, God, who is that guy? Uh, you know, I follow just like my friends on here that are bodybuilders is pretty much who I who I follow mm -hmm. uh, the closest. Like, I see my buddy Juju Mufu; he's going to do the amateur Olympia. Oh, really? Um, you know, he, he's he's a wild man. Uh, I've known that guy for probably six, seven years. Trained with him many times. He does a lot of stunts um, too, right? Yeah, yeah. That's what we came out here. Ah, shit, I don't know. It's been a while ago now. This old gym we used to train at. We lit stuff on fire. We lit gym on fire. Mm. You know, all kinds of crazy shit. But uh, yeah, he built an awesome gym. It seems like down in uh, South Carolina. And uh, yeah, he's competing at his first show, which is the the, the Olympia, whatever the one is, not the real one, the amateur Olympia. Right, right, right. right. So, you know, those are the kind of guys I, I like. You know, I. I I really like the past bodybuilders a lot too, you know, like Dorian Yates, Ronnie Coleman, uh, Jay Cutler is a great dude. I've hung out with him several times. Mm -hmm. um, the newer guys, I don't really know as well. Uh, Steve Kukolo, he's a good dude. I follow him all the time. I just saw 
he got second at the what is it, the Texas Open or Dallas yeah. Open. He'll yeah. be there again. He's there every year. Usually plays in top ten. Uh, awesome guy. Drank beer with him before. Um, but that's about as far as I, I can get really into the bodybuilding stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. Now, have you heard Ronnie Coleman um, made a statement this week? Actually, he said that um, diabetics are responsible for killing people, and people should should never use them again, and it should be basically banned. Have you heard that? Yeah, I saw that thing on your site. I think I saw that this week from you guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, which diuretics dries you out, correct? Mm-hmm. Diuretics um, right. makes you lose weight, makes you lose water weight. Water weight. Um, I don't know if they're killing people or not, but uh, I know guys use it in the powerlifting community as well to lose weight before powerlifting meets. You know, to make weight. Yeah, I don't. I don't know. They should be banned, but uh, yeah, they're definitely used for sure. All right. Are you going to do any type of competition as far as like powerlifting, you think? Oh, yeah. No. <clears throat> you know, last time I talked to you guys, I tore my pec tendon off the bone again, right. which is this one here. Mm-hmm. And I tore this one already once. And I came back for the first one. I bench over 500 pounds in a meet. Um, wow. And I'm going to do the same thing again. Uh, we're back up to about the 465 mark right now. I might tonight, somewhere in that range, I'll be benching tonight. Looking at a meet in November, uh, uh, UPA meet. And then possibly a, a meet down in Florida in January um, to compete at. <clears throat> Definitely need to put that on the platform. 500 pounds, two reattached pec tendons. Uh, I don't know anybody else that has done that um, ever. So that's my goal, and I, there's no no doubt I'll hit it. Uh, just a matter of time. What's the so, ultimate? What's the highest weight you want to go for? In like the, obviously 500 is, is huge, but do you want to do more for a bench? Yeah, uh, I'd love to do more. I mean, my ultimate goal was 600, you know, at a, at a, at a low body weight, at like 250, uh, 220. Um, I was headed that way before the first pec tenant, uh, bench 570, tore that, came back, was benching but 550s again, you know, mm-hmm. and then uh, like most recently, the last a year or so ago, I tore the other one. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's just, that's the huge goal right now is to put that in the platform, 500 pounds, on the platform at 220 with two reattached back tenants. Uh, that'll be a big day. That's coming. So then after that, yeah, just keep going. Obviously, more is all. You know, it's always more. Always chasing the next number. Was it difficult for you to like? I know a lot of people when they have like tear like this, you know, or any type of tear. It can be shoulder. It can be whatever tricep. Yeah, right. Any. It's it's hard to gain the confidence back when you start lifting again. Oh yeah, it's you got to be a crazy some bitch uh, because. Every time that weight's going down, and there's times in your head you're like, "God damn, motherfucker! I hope this don't rip again," because mm-hmm. that's it gets in the back of your head, right. and uh, it, it'll just fuck with you. It, that same spot when you're coming out of the hole, if you don't come out, you're not going to make the weight. If it's mm-hmm. getting heavy, just get stuck again. You gotta, you just gotta be a fucking psycho, I guess. You know, I was in here benching. I don't know, it was 450 a few weeks ago. And I hit 425 pretty easily. Now I'm putting a heavier weight in my hands. You know. And that's there's that split second it goes to your head. God damn it! This better not tear again. Well, I went through my head then, and I was like, you know, shut the fuck up. I took the bar, I put it against my head, I cracked my head open a little bit, and it just black kind of just made me black out. Wow! It just hit the weight, and everything was fine. You know, it was just gone. So you kind of you just got to black out and do it, man. It's, if it's gonna happen, it's gonna happen. You know, you can't think about it, but it's very hard, especially after two torn pectin. It's not to think about it when you're coming out of that hole again. Right, or it's right. torn at uh, twice. So 
Now, you taught him just by, by working out, right? You taught him by just benching, basically, right? Yeah. Uh, the first time I taught benching, I think 565 at uh, Mark Bell's gym there um, in California. Mm -hmm. And uh, like I said, I think I hit 540 there or whatever, and it went up like 135. There was no feeling like anything was wrong. Mm -hmm. um, and then it came out of the hole, and all of a sudden, boom. I had no idea what happened because I've never experienced that before. I've never been injured like that before. And, uh, yeah, that was, that was a year, year and a half, uh, you know, recovery, which I did. It was a bitch. And then, uh, most recently I was out here repping out, I think 440. Um, I think it was eight sets of three and my eight set of three, I was going to go for max reps and I was going to try to go for 10 reps there. And, uh, it was like my third rep was speeding out of the hole and bam, my wife was spotting me drinking a beer and I said, fuck, I knew immediately what happened. And, uh, I was just so mad because I knew how long it took last time to come back from that. Now, fucking COVID's going on. I don't even know if they're going to give me surgery, which mm -hmm. you have to have that pec tenant reattached within a 21-day time span, mm -hmm. or that tenant will die. Then you have to use a cadaver tenant. Then you're never going to be the same again. I mean, it's already up uphill, uphill battle. Mm -hmm. But uh, mm -hmm. luckily, they got me in and uh, got the surgery and fucking started rehabbing again for the next year. And now we're, we're right back up there again. So, mm -hmm. yeah. Been what, a long road. What keeps you motivated to continue lifting like that heavy? You know what I mean? And just continue going in, in, in your endeavors. Yeah, it's all I know. You know, um, got to be nuts. I'm nuts. Uh, all I've ever known is lifting heavy weights. I feel like that's what's got me. You know, this far in life, uh, got me a hot wife, got me a beautiful property, got me a family, got me. Uh, you know, pretty much everything is from lifting weights. So come in here and just fucking kick my ass every day. I just love that feeling. Uh, uh, I don't think I'll ever stop uh, until I throw the dirt on me, you know? It's drinking beer, uh, lifting weights, and having sex. Those are my three things that <laughs> I got to have. So, that, that's it. That's life. If I can't do one of those three things, you might as well fucking throw the dirt on me right now because it's over, brother. <laughs> I mean, well, Hawk, I want to wish you the best of luck on everything, man. Yeah, I appreciate it, it brother. It's Thanks always fun. It's on. always fun talking to you, man. You're you're, yeah. you're a funny guy. You're a good guy. Thank you. Uh, uh, anytime you guys want me to come on, I'm always available for you guys, and you guys are great. Thank you very much. Thank you so much, bro. I really appreciate it, man. Hopefully, hopefully, see you in person soon. Yeah. Hey, definitely down the road. We'll Absolutely. hook up, and have a beer together. <laughs> Let's do it, man. We'll get that asshole Michael Hearn to drink with us too. <laughs> Let's do it. All right. See you, brother. Take care, bro. Bye, bye. Okay. Bye. Visit GenerationIron.com for even more GI exclusive content on all things bodybuilding, fitness, combat, and strength sports. And don't forget to rate, review, and subscribe to this show on Apple Podcasts or wherever podcasts are downloaded.